yo, yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. I'm your host, David Castle, aka Homage the Lion Killer. Today is the 13th of October, 2020. And like always, I hope you guys are doing good out there, maintaining your sanity through these big, big changes that we're experiencing as they switch us over to this new control system uh, under the guise of the coronavirus pandemic. And we really have seen a lot of stuff go down this year. And just in the 2000s in general, I mean, even since like I graduated high school, maybe like 10 years ago, nine years ago, there's been a lot of shit going down. And just to go over what's been happening this year in general, remember at the beginning of the year, it, it just started off crazy. Remember uh, Donald Trump assassinated Soleimani, the Iranian general? And then everyone started talking about the possibility of there being a World War III. And uh, the year just kind of started out with with some anxiety. And then a bunch of celebrities started dying, most notably Kobe Bryant. He got in a big helicopter crash, and, and he died, and his daughter died. and It was fucking tragic, right? So we kind of started off on a note of insanity, and then we get into around March. Meanwhile, we saw what was happening in China with the coronavirus as they did this big experiment where they locked down millions and millions of people, which had never been done before in history, um, to do a, a big quarantine like that. But it wasn't really like a real quarantine. It was it was just more of a lockdown, which is lockdown is a prison term. And, and that's the system that we're being led into is one of less freedom. Essentially, it's going to be like a prison. They're already talking about imposing curfews and shit like that. They gave us a short break during the summertime, uh, a, a break from the lockdowns that we experienced in the spring, give us a little little chill time where we can you know, have a little fun, get outside and, and do a little bit of shit, open the bars up in the restaurants for a bit. Uh, but then now we're heading into the colder weather and they're already talking about how they're going to lock everything down again and you know, restart with this shit and it's going to be even worse. I hope that I'm wrong, but I don't think I am because this is this is just the way the plan has been going and they've been hinting at this for a while. But going back before all this started, just the beginning of it, uh, the beginning of the year, you had all this stuff that happened in China. At first you had these videos of these people collapsing in, in the street and actually like dying. And it was supposedly because of this this crazy deadly virus. And all these Chinese people were just falling over dead in the street. And it was insane, right? This is what they were showing to us on the news. And this is when I knew that this was going to be something big. This is going to be a global thing. And then when they announced that they're locking down uh, the entire city of Wuhan and these other big, big cities in China, that's that's when I knew at least that this is something that's going to, like, this is a big deal. This is something that's going to affect everyone. And like I said, lockdown is, it's a prison term, and that's where they want to take us all. Before, I think they also want to get rid of us, too. I think there's too many of us. They've been saying that a lot, too. These, the big billionaires and the people who run these giant organizations and, uh, you know, the big non-governmental organizations that create legislation for the governments and actually write policies for them, people in these think tanks, the big technocratic elite, the scientific dictatorship that we live under. They've been saying that 
there's too many people, there's too many of you, too many poor people, so they got to get rid of us, and that's what the whole eugenics movement is about, that's what Planned Parenthood was about, is trying to get rid of, uh, you know, blacks, they, that's why they put all the fucking abortion clinics there, and that, that goes back to, uh, Margaret Sanger, was it Margaret Sanger? I don't know, one of them bitches, but they're extremely racist and uh, the part of the eugenics movement. And so was Bill Gates' dad. And now we have Bill Gates leading the, the crusade against the coronavirus. And, you know, on TV, like every day, talking about the vaccine, how we all need to get the vaccine, how we all need to do all of these things that he says, even though he's not even a trained doctor of any kind. He's not an epidemiologist. He's not a virologist. He's just a rich guy. And for some reason, we let ourselves be controlled by these rich people who don't give a fuck about us and are actually working against us and trying to get rid of us. Now, even going back before any of this stuff happened with 2020 and this this crazy year that we're living through, there was no shortage of fucked up shit happening regarding the government and the media and just this weird world that we live in where the truth is concealed but it's easy to find but most people just won't even look for it because they're so used to being lied to they're actually like looking towards these authority figures to give them the explanation for the world they live in because most people came and think for themselves and something that always struck me was how people couldn't even see the chemtrails in the sky they're like literally blind to them. You can look up and you can point them out to them and you can even show them that there's a grid pattern in the sky that start out as these as these little lines that come out from the back of jets and, and then they spread out and then they turn into cloud coverage. I mean, that's indisputable. It happens all the time. It doesn't happen every day in every place, but where I live, it's quite common. And I would point this out to people and try to show it to them and they just like, they couldn't see it or they, they couldn't believe it because it was coming from me. It was, and since I was the person explaining it, it didn't matter. It was untrue. And a lot of people would like kind of fuck with me about it or tease me about it. They'd be like, oh, look, it's, you know, they're spraying, they're poisoning us again. Look at the chemtrails, fucking with the weather or something. But they wouldn't be serious at all. They're just like trying to make fun of me or something. But it's like, dude, they really are doing that. <laughs> they do it all the time. They come out with books about how they can control the weather and how that's one of their goals. And the chemtrails are just one part of it, uh, part of a bigger system that involves some very advanced technology and, and the military and governments across the world. And you can even pay to have uh, a private company ensure that you have good weather on your wedding day because they can fuck with the weather, you know? So th- this is something they could do, but... Even though it's right in front of your face and it's happening almost every day, most people can't see it because they've been trained like not to see things. They've been trained to have other people explain what's happening to them. So knowing that and knowing what happened with other events such as 9-11 where there's so much evidence that indicates that there was a some sort of conspiracy, that it was an inside job and that we're not being told the truth – um, and, and a lot of people can't even see that that's happening and they really believe that somebody like Donald Trump who gets into the office 
Uh, they can know. They can even know about about chemtrails, about weather modification, uh, about how nine eleven was an inside job, and and things like that. You know, just just general um, conspiracy type of shit where you you realize the world isn't what it seems, uh, and that there's there's some fishy shit going on. So you can know all that, and then see somebody like Donald Trump get into office, and they actually think that he's going to do something to change this system or that he's not a part of a system, that he's some sort of like maverick John Wayne type figure who's just going to come in and save everybody. And like he's not a product of the system and not rubbing elbows with all these people who are doing these things, you know? So it's it's amazing this this mind control system that we live in where we're so heavily manipulated and psychologically fucked with on a daily basis, and and we're constantly updated with with new things and new um, slogans and mantras and and jargons that we're supposed to go along with that they repeat over and over and over because repetition is so important to getting something instilled in the mind. And what we've seen since the COVID thing, few key phrases, things like social distance, uh, like the new normal. We're moving into the new normal, which I made a song about, ironically enough. Uh, fucking way before this shit ever happened, but kind of predicted all of this stuff. Um, so yeah, there, there was things like uh, social distance, you know, wear a mask. Some people say wear a fucking mask or something. And uh, even though the mask has, has been proved to be ineffective, it doesn't stop something as small as a coronavirus, which a coronavirus is a broad category of illnesses or of diseases or of viruses. Um and COVID-19 is like a subcategory of that. It's one specific virus in this this broad spectrum of, of illnesses or viruses, whatever, diseases. I don't know. I'm not a fucking epidemiologist, but I know that we're being lied to about this stuff. And then the test that they're administering to people, the PCR test, is completely fraudulent. It gives back more false positives than anything. And think about it. If if you have to go and get a test to see if you're even sick, then are you really sick? <laughs> I mean, come on. It's it's pretty ridiculous, these things they have us doing. They'll have people wait in line in their cars, like a 100 cars, to go get tested for a virus that they don't even have any symptoms of. By, with a test that wasn't even meant to determine whether or not you have this type of disease because it's it's ineffective. But what they're doing in order to get these false positives, because they they have to have uh, COVID-19 and the coronavirus in order to bring us into this new system that they want, they have to have this as an excuse. So they have to keep saying that there's more and more cases, even though there's nobody dying, really. I mean, people are dying and, and there very well could be a virus. But in terms of the severity of it, it's it's nothing like they make it out to be to justify everything they're doing because of it as far as shutting down the economy and you know making everybody wear masks and all these weird social experiments that they're doing to us but with the PCR test what they do with it is um they take the you know I'm sure you've seen the videos where they stab you through the nose and the brain with this stick thing in order to get your DNA and then what they do is they take that sample and then they put it in a centrifuge and they they spin it around so many cycles. And the, the way that they're getting so many uh, positive test results is because they're spinning it too many times. They're, they're like finding any virus. So you could have had a cold months ago 
that wasn't COVID-19 and you'll still come positive, come back positive for um, COVID-19. So, so you don't have any symptoms and maybe you had a cold, some type of coronavirus in the past, which could have just been something as, you know, insignificant as the sniffles or maybe you had the flu a few months ago or whatever. But the point is you have like millions of viruses in your body at any time and this PCR test just picks like any old one and then they say it's COVID-19. So the whole thing is fucking fraudulent. The masks don't do shit. It even says on the box that the masks like won't protect against coronavirus so it's ridiculous. But you need to have that you need to have that constant reminder that you're in danger and that there's something going on. So that's what the masks are about. It's a symbolic gesture. And on top of that, they're dividing us from each other too because it's cutting off our facial expressions. And most of communication, like 70% of it, according to scientists, is nonverbal. So when you walk by someone, you, you'll flash a smile at them or, or you know even something as, as a gesture with your eyes. But, but mostly it's with your mouth. You, you can... Um, do a lot more expressions when you someone can see your mouth and your nose and your and your lips. Um, but when you take that away, you take something very significant away from society, a, a, a part of communication that brings us together on a subconscious level um, in order to show that you're not a threat to the people around you. You do these little gestures and stuff where you just acknowledge their existence, fucking smile at them or whatever, and go about your day. Or think about this. How many times have you had a situation where maybe you were having a bad day? Everything's going bad and, and shitty. And the whole world hates you. And then you're just and then you're walking down the street or down the hallway or whatever. Maybe you're in school or at work or something. And then somebody sees you. It could be a total stranger. And then they smile at you. And then it turns your whole day around. And, and it makes you feel good. Because these that happens. I'm sure that's happened to you. Where, where you just see someone who you can feel their energy and you can feel it being projected towards you uh, through a smile. Smiles are contagious, they say. But now we don't have that. Now it's you pass somebody and they fucking turn away from you. They used to, like, like I don't, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but it used to be, at least the way I pass people, I typically turn like towards them so my chest is out towards them as they, as they pass me, if it's like a narrow trail or whatever or, or hallway. But now it's like you you turn away and you look down and you like cover your mouth as if the person was a skunk or a, a, a I don't know, just this disgusting creature. <laughs> you just want nothing to do with it. And this is the way they've they've trained us in such a short amount of time to look at each other is everyone's a threat. And when you can't see somebody's face, you like subconsciously categorize them as a threat. And this is completely intentional, in my opinion. And it goes along too with, you know, right when they start the lockdowns, right when they start doing all this stuff, what happened? Well, people were kind of tripping about it because all of these people with, you know, small businesses and you know, any type of business really who were told they can't go to work. And they can't make any money. So people are tripping. People went out and bought a bunch of food and all of that. And and even back then, we knew that 
uh, people who are paying attention knew that this thing was was kind of bullshit. They they didn't it, these lockdowns and, and the things that the government was deciding to do, and the non governmental people, people like Bill Gates, uh, the CDC, the World Health Organization, uh, the things they were doing were not justified. So people went out and protested about it, and the people who protested were more. I guess they would be categorized as conservative type of people, more right-wing leaning, uh, people who want smaller government and kind of want the government to fuck off, which is right, in my opinion. I mean, I obviously don't agree with everything that Donald Trump does or any politician, but I do kind of side that take the side that less government is better. Just historically, government is responsible for more deaths than anything else. Uh, so people went out and demonstrated against that and they caught so much blowback from people. Everyone said that they were assholes and that they were going to, this was going to be the super spreader events. Everyone's going to get sick and die and that these people are so stupid and that they don't believe in science and you know, all these, these horrible things that people were saying about them, about these protesters who just wanted to get back to work basically and, and. All that, and this was before they even mandated the masks and shit like that, which we haven't really seen too many um, demonstrations against. But I guess people just don't wear them sometimes. Anyways, people were pissed that motherfuckers were demonstrating against this totalitarian lockdown, these draconian martial law measures, medical martial law that they implemented, and. Um, yeah, so people got pissed, and then shortly after, then then the cops kill uh fucking god damn it, what's his name? George Floyd to spark that whole thing, like right on cue, as if it was from a playbook, right when it would be at the most pivotal moment to get people riled up beyond anything. Everyone's already all pissed off because they're locked down, they're socially isolated, everyone's suspicious of one another, and then you stir up the race shit. And they kill George Floyd. And or supposedly maybe they didn't. Who knows these days, honestly, with with how easily you can manipulate uh, television and images and videos and and make it seem like people exist who don't exist. Uh, I think there's a website. It's called This Is Not a Real Person, or no, This Person Does Not Exist dot com or something like that. But it's an AI generated image of a person, and it looks like a real picture, like a high quality photograph, but none of the people are real. And every time you click refresh, it's a new person just that this computer made up. So the technology is there to to make to fuck with shit, yeah. <laughs> make people um, think that you know something is happening which isn't actually happening. But anyways, they you know George Floyd died, and then you had Black Lives Matter move in, which is they they pretend to be like this organization that is like a grassroots thing and they're just for the rights of black people and they're they're sick of police brutality which is a real sentiment because police brutality is a thing racism is a thing especially in law enforcement but black lives matter is anything but grassroots it is funded by the biggest corporations out there i mean things like disney and coca-cola i mean look at the nba yeah they they got they're totally aligned with the black lives matter thing and uh, they're one of the biggest organizations. You know, they're part of this big conglomerate that controls the world. Essentially, people like George Soros. So they they definitely have an agenda. And then you saw these these protests 
or a lot of them were riots. They were burning shit down and breaking shit and burning down black-owned businesses because they care so much about black people and their rights and stuff, so they're going to go and burn down their neighborhood. But we know that there were agent provocateurs who were involved in that, people who were bust in, people who were actually paid to stir shit up and fuck things up. But that was okay. You know, the people who were protesting against the lockdowns, who were literally peacefully protesting, just standing there saying that we don't agree with with the measures that our government took to supposedly combat this virus. We think that is uncalled for, so we're going to make our um, dissatisfaction known by protesting, which is all right. But those people were seen as being ignorant assholes. <laughs> but then when, when everyone goes and, and riots... Uh, when the cops kill a guy, which they kill people like every day, you know, white and black and Mexican and whatever, they actually kill more white people than black people, but that's a whole nother story. Um, yeah, if if you're out demonstrating for that purpose, then then it's okay, and you're you're justified. In fact, you should be out there, and you should be representing that. You got to post a little black square on your Instagram, and you got to show solidarity with this movement. Because it, it's just insane how how everything is going this year, and it really is a mind fuck when you when you realize that this is all part of a a greater agenda, and how all of these things are just pieces of a of a bigger puzzle. But the public is so easily swayed and controlled that they can get away with doing stuff like this stuff that's so hypocritical and redundant, and obviously just like goes against the shit that you were just saying, but they can get people to do it as long as it's this socially acceptable thing to do. Otherwise, you're going to be ostracized from society and people aren't going to like you. So, very weird times. And then before we had the the pandemic, you had all these big, big CEOs stepping down from their positions. And it was kind of an indication that something was going down. We didn't know what, but there was a lot of people who made a lot of money and were very powerful who decided all of a sudden to quit their job and like go away and, and do whatever. And a lot of people suspected that they knew something that we didn't. There was insider trading that went went on right before they decided to do all the lockdowns. Uh, an interesting story, which is happening here where I live in Nevada is one with a guy named Jim Murin, or James Murin, who was the CEO of MGM Resorts International. MGM is like the biggest casino company in the whole world. Uh, yeah, Trump's in the casino business, so they know each other and shit, and, but that has nothing to do with this. Anyways, Jim was the CEO of MGM. He was the CEO of MGM when the Las Vegas shooting happened. And if you haven't looked into that, there's so many suspicious things that don't line up with the Las Vegas shooting with this guy. Supposedly, it was one guy named Steven Paddock who had no motive. He was like 60-something years old who just decided to shoot all of these people uh, at this concert outside of his his um, room, which I think was on the 32nd floor or something like that. Not that that matters. But anyways, if you look into this story, there's so many inconsistencies that you can just tell that the official story doesn't add up. Like the FBI, 
the sheriff, uh, Sheriff Joe Lombardo of Las Vegas, and Jim Muren, who was the head of MGM, they were they were all working on this shit together to like promote this hoax for whatever reason. And this was back in 2017. And there was a story of this one woman who was involved in the shooting. She was there when when all the shit started going down, watching the concert. In fact, my dad's girlfriend was there. And fucking, she experienced this shit. But this isn't her story. This is another person. There's this girl, and she said that there was multiple shooters. There were shooters actually in the crowd who were killing people and, like, chasing them around. But the official story said that it was only one guy, like a lone wolf shooter, who fired thousands of rounds in the short span of just 10 minutes uh, from, like, 13 different guns or something like that, and then he shot himself. But this lady was saying that they were actually being chased around by people on the ground who were shooting at them. And she made this big, long Facebook post where she explained uh, her whole story and exactly what she saw and what happened. And this was, like, the next day. And then, like, a day or two after that, like, the post went viral, uh, got reposted on Facebook a bunch of times. But then, like, the next day, she died. (laughs) She just mysteriously died. She wasn't injured. She wasn't shot or anything. She died of, like, a stroke. And she was only, she was, like, 27 or something, you know? So there was an obvious cover-up. The story wasn't legit. And this guy, Jim Muren, was the fucking the guy who was in charge of MGM. So he was in charge of the security and all that. In fact, he was on this security council for the U.S. government. I think it's called the NIAC or NAIC, National Advisory Infrastructure Council. And basically what they do is they they, um, advise on different types of surveillance technologies that – to protect the U.S. infrastructure, and it's like cybersecurity. So he's actually on this advisory board that specializes in surveillance, and yet he wasn't able to stop the worst mass shooting in American history. Um, but it, it's just an interesting aside, you know. And then right before that, he sold a bunch of his stocks, and, and he made a shitload of money off of the Vegas shooting. And then he did the same thing before the pandemic. Well, Jim Urine was also a big donor to. Um, Steve Sisolak, who was the governor of Nevada, he gave him a bunch of money and helped him get elected and become the governor. And then right now, right before the the coronavirus thing happened, or or right when it happened, they locked everything down. Jim Muren, again, sold a bunch of his stocks when it was at an all-time high. It was at like 30-something dollars a share. And then he sold it all, made like so many millions of dollars, like $20 million or whatever. And then the next day, it, or, or within a week or so, it dropped down to like $6 a share. So he would have lost his ass and, and lost a shitload of money. But luckily, he was friends with Steve, and obviously he gave him foreknowledge and let him know that everything was going to get shut down. So he was able to to do like some insider trading type things, which happens all the time. That's just the way the system works. Now, in addition to that, Steve Sisolak decides to make Jim Murin the coronavirus task force leader. And actually it was Jim's idea to to hold this position. So you have someone who is the the acting CEO of MGM making millions and millions of dollars, incredibly wealthy, uh, incredibly high paying job. But he decides that he's going to step down and he's going to lead the response to this pandemic. The guy's a casino guy. He doesn't know anything about fucking medicine or anything, you know? So like, 
he's not qualified for this position whatsoever, and it makes no sense that he would be appointed to be this guy. But they did it, and it was like there was no blowback from from the media. Nobody even really talked about it. I don't know anyone who's who's even pointed it out besides a couple people who've written articles on the internet for like fringe websites. But it was just an on-issue. Nobody even pointed out how it made no sense for that to happen. But something what did happen was he had a clause, Jim Murin did, to stay with MGM for another like year and a half. Uh, he he announced that he was going to step down as CEO prior to that, but he was going to stay on as a consultant for like another year and a half. And if he were to do that, he was going to get $33 million or $31 million as a sort of golden parachute type package or whatever, as like a parting gift from MGM. But that was only if he were to um, stay acting as a consultant and be an employee of MGM. So he would step down as uh, the CEO and be replaced by somebody he chose to replace him, but he would stay on in a consulting position where he still worked for the company and, and helped him out. Now, he would only get uh, this this 30-something million dollars if he were to stay in that consulting position for the full time allotted, and if he were to leave for any position or for uh, any other reason, especially if it was voluntarily, then he wouldn't get any money. Now, since... Steve Sisolak decided to give him this this government appointed position. That means that he was able to leave his position at MGM, like because they announced it as a it was some loophole where he just got to leave immediately and get the thirty million dollars. <laughs> it's fucking amazing, dude how how these people do this shit. So even down to the local level. Like, this guy lives in my town. I live in the capital, or Steve Sisolak supposedly lives here. I think most of the time he lives in Vegas. But this is the way the world really works. It's a complete scam. It's these these groups of people, these elite people, which I don't think they're elite in, like, the sense of being really good at everything. They're just part of this club that we're not in. They're just at a higher social standing because they have more money. But they they all work together and they they fucking help each other out. And they're completely corrupt. And even down to the local level, I'm sure if you look into what's happening in your state or even your if your country, if you're somebody somewhere else, you'll find similar stories. Because this is just the way shit goes. <laughs> and uh it's not often that people are held accountable. This thing that we're going through right now is like the biggest crime against humanity that's ever taken place in the history of the fucking world. And, uh, who's going to hold them accountable? When are we going to stand up and do something about it? Because we know that they're lying to us. We know that it's bullshit, but we're all just going along with it. Why? Why is everyone going along with it? People are brainwashed, dude. People in my own family. It's sad. It's sad what they what they do to us through the media and uh, through the scare tactics, the fear porn, the propaganda, which is all meticulously planned beforehand. Uh, so much of our money gets spent on behavioral psychology and figuring out ways to better control us. So we really do pay for our own chains. Even with uh, the like your phones, the data collection that goes on through your iPhone, through all these apps that track you and trace you and listen to everything you say, things like the Alexa 
and and these these things are just always listening to you. Like even your TV watches you. You might be watching your TV, but your TV is watching you as well. And all of that information gets sent somewhere, and it gets databased and cataloged. And it can be used to run simulations using artificial intelligence and supercomputers where they can simulate how the public will respond to any sort of event. For example, maybe if the cops were to kill a black guy and it was supposed to be, you know, and it was on video, they could see how the public would respond and and how they would respond to these riots and, and shit like that or how people would respond to wearing masks and, uh, you know, things like that. So they they can have a pretty accurate uh, prediction of how things are going to go because they have all of our data. They have all of our information and people have willingly given up all of their privacy and they don't even realize like what's, what's being done to them with, uh, with all of that information because it's used to control you, but we voluntarily do it. And, uh, that's just fucking how we've been trained to be. Uh, the education we receive sucks. <laughs> I live next to a school. Oh my god! You know what? This is crazy. I'm looking out the window because it's literally in my backyard, and they finally took out the uh, the big plastic fence around the playground. They built this giant playground last spring, right when all the lockdowns started. Big like three story motherfucker. Hella sweet. Kids would love it. And you could just tell, I mean, I was happy for the kids. I was like, oh, it's good for them. They have this new badass playground to play on. But it hasn't been open at all. As soon as they built it, they covered it up with this fence. They put fences around the swings, around the playground, around everything. So you see these kids at recess, and they're still playing. They're playing like tag and stuff, but they can't use any of the equipment that was built for them to play on. And it was hella sad. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. So it really sucks what's happening to the kids, but the education system, it's not meant to, to breed bright minds and, and these brilliant children, which it very well could, you know, they, they, they know how to do that shit. Maybe not every teacher knows how, but they at the top know what a good education consists of, but our education system now is just aimed at conformity. It's aimed at making these fucking making these clones who do whatever you say, these obedient workers who are radicalized with certain issues that are always for the agenda. They're always these like, they always go along with everything that they want to fucking do at the top. And these kids think that they're, they're activists or that they're, they're going to change the world and that they're on the right side of history, but they don't understand that they're just being used and they're being lied to and their teachers are, in on it they're just as brainwashed as anybody else the media is a is a huge part of this uh you know it's well known there there's cia projects where they actually pay to influence the media and put reporters in there and it's still today you got people who work for the cia who work for like fox and cnn and msnbc or whatever whatever news organization they're only owned by six companies and it's not uh unreasonable to say that some of these companies could be front organizations for the CIA. Same with the internet. The internet is like this giant web. It's a giant tool that was actually created by the government. It was created by DARPA. And they still control it. They know everything that goes on in it. 
these big companies like Google and Facebook and all that shit, it's all owned by the people who own everything else. It's it's part of the beast. And if you're going if you're not going along with the program and if you're tr- exposing the lies like like I am and like you know some other people are journalists and, and podcasters and researchers then you're going to get fucked with they're going to make it so people can't see your shit they're going to make it seem like you get less views and less plays and like you're less popular than you are and they're going to prevent your shit from being shared because that social um oh, what's that word social I don't know the word, but the when you see that other people are fucking with it, it's going to make you want to fuck with it. Like if you see a video with a million plays versus a video with a hundred plays, you're more likely to click on the one with a million. So what they do is they prevent people from reaching that point. They can prevent certain people from becoming stars and they can make certain people stars. We could see that by dumbass people who have just become famous overnight who... You know, they're not particularly talented. A lot of the times they're exactly the opposite. They're just ridiculous. But for some reason they're famous. And that's because there's this star-making machinery that picks and chooses certain people to be their little fucking puppets and their little dolls that they can do whatever they want with. And as long as they don't, you know, talk about certain things or bring up certain issues, then you'll be good and you'll be compensated for it. But you always have to be playing along. And if you're not playing along and you're doing your own thing and you're exposing the truth, then you're going to be fucked with. And there's so many different ways they can do it. I mean, the the biggest one was you can get killed, right? That's the ultimate consequence, and that's happened many times. We know that. Many people have died as a result of going against this cabal. You can name a shitload of people, notable figures like JFK, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, um... And, you know, you got a bunch of celebrities, too, that you have to be suspicious of, like Tupac and fucking Triple X Tentacion and fuck, man, a bunch of people. Paul Walker. Who knows? Celebrity sacrifices. I think that's a thing. But but it, it doesn't have to be that extreme. It could also be, like I said, just the censorship on the Internet, deleting your website or just making something is... Weird is like making your internet go really slow so you can't upload videos or like crashing your computer or whatever because all of this stuff can be done remotely by somebody else. Like they don't have to have an agent sneak into your home and like hit your shit with a hammer. They can do it all wirelessly and electronically. And this stuff really happens. This, these are tactics that they use. And beyond that, you got things where you can actually attack someone's mind and like fucking inject them with some stuff, put some little microchips in them to fuck with them, make it seem like they're going crazy. Yeah, that that goes back to mind control, MK Ultra type stuff and this is this is old technology and it's it's perfect, perfected now and it's um largely wireless, so you, like you don't even really have to put anything in people. But then again, I don't know. I don't know the technology that's really out there. Nobody does unless you're in that in that realm. Now, another way that you can control people and make sure that you have their uh, their total complicity and that they go along with everything you're doing, make sure you have a good, a nice puppet that will do whatever you want, is by having some blackmail on them. And that's what Epstein was all about. The whole Jeffrey Epstein thing, it was something called a honey trap where 
you have somebody who works for an intelligence agency like Mossad or CIA, which is Jeffrey Epstein, and he gets put out there as this billionaire philanthropist type person who's rubbing elbows with these very powerful people, uh, powerful people in, um, you know, all types of businesses, celebrities like Hollywood celebrities, even scientists and shit like that, and politicians. And then you you take these people to these events on his island and then you film them having sex with kids. You trick them into doing it or they do it voluntarily, either way. Either way, you get some video of them doing some fucked up shit, banging some kids, doing some pedophile fucking weird Satan shit. You film it and then you tell them, listen, we got video of you doing this shit and if you fuck around, if you don't do what we tell you, then we're going to release this and you're going to be in big trouble. So that's the way they ensure that you have the the complicity of of these people. It's through blackmail. So that's a fact. I don't think that's anything new, but it just kind of came to the forefront with with the Epstein conspiracy. And then a conveniently before he could name names, he just supposedly hangs himself while on suicide watch. It's complete bullshit. It's it's crazy. And then meanwhile, while all this is happening, and, and you have these different people in Hollywood who are implicated, who seem like they've been going there, the, whose names are on the flight manifest, big politicians, people like Bill Gates, Donald Trump, and, uh, you know, just nobody talks about it. It's a non-issue. We're just going to go along with the official story and believe that this guy just killed himself, and <laughs> it's it's pretty insane, man. But and these people are so spineless. These people with a platform, whether it's an artist, a celebrity, an actor, a politician, most people who have a platform where they can influence a lot of people won't say shit about anything, dude. They always just play it safe. They're such pussies. Because they know that their own well being is at stake and their own little fucking bread basket or whatever. Gravy train. bread. Ba- I don't think bread basket was the right word. <laughs> but they know if they speak out, then they're going to be fucked. They, they won't make as much money. They'll be ostracized. They'll be ridiculed. So they don't speak about the truth. And what gets me is these people who are out there and they claim to be all about the truth. They claim to be activists and, and to be like against the man and against the system. But meanwhile, they're just pawns for the system. They're just being used. They're just puppets. And it's so obvious, man. It's fucking pathetic. But real shit doesn't pay these days, so there's not many people doing it. You're not going to get very far in terms of like monetarily or or in terms of fame because nobody's going to help you. The system is controlled by the bad people who you're trying to expose. So why (laughs) it doesn't make sense that you would like succeed in it if you're spending your time and effort exposing how it's fucked up. (laughs) So that's the way it works, and uh, what can you do? But it's just interesting to see everything that's happening, the the six feet distance they're making us keep each other, which is totally nonsensical, arbitrary numbers, and then how they've They've gone back on what they've said and contradicted themselves so many times. At first, they said the masks don't work. 
Don't wear any masks. Save those for the medical professionals. Besides, they won't do anything to help you from the virus. And then all of a sudden, they make the masks mandatory. And <laughs> and then they say that, like, we need to lock everything down. We need to socially distance. We need to stay away from each other or else this virus is going to spread and we're all going to die. And then just a couple days ago, you had the one of the leaders of the World Health Organization come out and say that the lockdowns were uncalled for and that they don't work and and that that was a mistake. <laughs> uh, it's insane. Uh, you got people like Tony Fauci and Bill Gates who are just the fucking devil, man. They're, they're all in on this shit. And then they mock us too. They tell us that the the hospitals are overrun and these people can't get these operations that they need. You know, they can't get this tumor removed or, or any number of fucking unfortunate operations that people have to go through because they have these diseases. They can't do any of that because we need to save beds for these people who have COVID-19. Meanwhile, you got these fucking nurses making dance videos in these empty hospitals. Do you realize how insulting that is and, and, and just how ridiculous that shit is? And it's like, yeah, okay, I get it. You want to have fun and you want to like bring joy or whatever. Really, you want to hop on the fad and and whatever's going on. You're just copying what you're seeing other people do. This wasn't your idea. You just saw it on your phone. You're like, oh, I'm a fucking nurse. I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to make a cute little dance video. So it's whatever, you know, you're just going along with it. You're just copying what you see, monkey see, monkey do. But I mean, think of in the, in the context of, of, how everything's happening, how distasteful that is. It's like, okay, we're we're all supposed to be dying and these hospitals are supposed to be filled up. My fucking grandpa who has this tumor who's going to die tomorrow and needs this surgery can't get in there because you're supposedly all filled up with all these people and yet you're making a dance video. So it's like, okay, it's kind of bullshit. But if you say that, you're just a dick. And I, I did say that right right when that came out and I posted this, I was like, fucking just what a joke type of thing and people got so fucking mad and were like freaking out on me i don't forget who you are you you dicks <laughs> i'm just kidding but uh i don't know man it's just craziness 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 they shut down all the small businesses but they leave walmart and home depot and lowe's open as if the the virus can't spread inside of there it can only spread inside like the mom and pop store or inside of a bar, but you can't sing. You can't sing either. You can't sing "Happy Birthday" to the, the to the kid in class because you're going to spread the virus if that happens, right? Ah, uh, it's complete bullshit. I'm not going to lie, man. I haven't been doing any of this stuff. I've been going out and and hanging out with people just like ever. I've been smoking weed with other people and and sharing germs, and I haven't been sick. I don't know anyone who's been sick. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm not saying there isn't a, a virus out there that can get people very sick. I'm just saying it's not as serious as what they're making it out to be. And I would highly recommend against getting the vaccine uh, because who knows what that could be. You know, what what's really in this thing, this rushed vaccine. And it's not even a traditional vaccine. And not to mention all of the, the problems with the traditional vaccines in general, and all the lies surrounding that, but that's something you can't question, right? You're just an anti-vaxxer if you question that. And
And that's what they have to do to people who think for themselves and and look up data for themselves and find out what's actually happening. They have to ridicule them and they have to call them names because you can't argue with them using logic, using facts, because the facts are on the side of the person who knows the truth, right? The the independent researcher. So what you do is you ridicule them and you ostracize them and you make them look like assholes. And, uh, and that's enough for most people. You know, just because they like see the way someone's treated, they're like, fuck, I don't want to be treated like that. I'm going to believe this. And that's how simple it really is. Uh, so if you do any research into vaccines and you realize that they're unsafe and unhealthy and, and they don't really do what they say they do, and you're brave enough to speak out against that or and, and tell people what you think, then it's bad news for you. And in fact, they're even starting to like take legal repercussions or or make it so you can't get a job or so you lose your job and all these things that are going on. And and now they're trying to force us all to have this vaccine saying we, we can't go back to normal until everybody takes this vaccine. What the fuck is in this vaccine? That's what I want to know. We know what could be in the vaccine, and that's nanobots, some sort of technology, some sort of identification technology, like they say with the quantum dot tattoo uh, that Bill Gates was working on. But we we know that they have nanotechnology. This is what things like the places like DARPA, this is what they work on, this incredibly advanced technology, and this is where technology has gone. It's gone to the nano scale. And I've read on their own website on websites like DARPA, the the plans they have to spray the entire world with smart dust, which is these nanoparticulates that are actually little sensors and little robots where the whole world is covered in this dust and covered in these sensors so that anything you do, everything that happens, whether in the air or on the ground, every step you take and everything, it's all monitored and it's all like in real time, holographically fucking like duplicated and and you could see all that shit because there's sensors literally everywhere. So they have the technology and you can even see in um if you watch the newest James Bond movie, not the one that's like still hasn't come out but the the other one that came out a few years ago, I think it was called Quantum of Solace. Um and this was like Daniel Craig's last fucking I don't know if it was his last one actually. Anyways, he in the movie, he gets injected with these nanobots that are meant to track him. They're supposed to track his blood pressure um, and see where he's at in real time at all times because they inject them into his bloodstream. They really have that. And and they want everyone in the world to take this vaccine. So, like, what the fuck is really in it? If this technology exists and it's not – apparently it's not that expensive to make or, you know, they have the technology to do it. They have the resources. Um is it really so like unfathomable to think that they would try to inject us with some some sketchy shit like that? Do you really trust the government that much? That's what I'm trying to ask. Do you know anything about history? Do you know do you know anything about current events? What's going on? Don't take that shit, dude. But sadly enough, I have people in my own family who are still going to take that. Nothing I say matters. They're still going to believe somebody somebody else. Because they're the supposed authority figure that they've been trained to trust. And it's sad, man, but that's that's the type of world we live in. It's it's not many people who are like open to um 
this type of shit because it's heavy. It's hard to think about for a lot of people. It's like your whole shit gets shattered. Your whole perception of reality is flipped upside down and it's like unnerving, I guess, for most people. Most people aren't tough enough like mentally or or something like that. And it's a, it's a fundamental misunderstanding. There's like a blockage in people's minds that prevent them from understanding what's happened because they look at themselves and, and you project your own emotions and your, and your own personality onto other people. And you assume that the way that you behave and the way that you see the world is how other people see the world too. But in actuality, there's other people and entire groups of people who are very powerful and influential and rich who see the world entirely different than you do. And they don't hold the same values. They don't care about life. They don't fucking care about you. And they are willing to take advantage of you. And just because you wouldn't do that to another person doesn't mean that there aren't other people who exist who would gladly do that shit if it meant that they get more money or power or whatever. And ultimately, um, when you look at things from a broader perspective and you really take a step back and you try to figure out like, man, what is happening on this planet? What are we here for? What is the purpose of this? And like, like what the fuck is going on? Because this is, it's not what they say it is, right? It's, it's not what's portrayed in the media or in movies. That's all lies and it's all stuff that's meant to manipulate you. And, and 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 fuck with your perception of things. So what is reality? And, and what are we really experiencing here? And when you think about that question for long enough, like I have, um, for me, I come to the conclusion that it's like, it really is that old, old, like the oldest scenario, which is the good versus evil, like biblical type of scenario which doesn't necessarily have to be from the Bible. It could be from any any book of faith or any fucking comic book or any story. It's just like there's a bad guy and a good guy. And that's like what's going on. But it's like a spiritual battle. And I really think that there's there's a spiritual element to this and and like a demonic element. Like there's there's entities beyond us that are fighting each other and using us as vessels and tools to 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 have this fucking war that is like for something way bigger than just our individual lives or whatever, but it's like everything. It's like the world. It's like, uh, like heaven versus hell type of thing. And the, the more I think about it and I see these fucking incredibly like atrocious things happening, these evil things. And you think like, how could a person do that? Like, what possessed this person? And then you think, like, maybe this person was possessed. Maybe there really is some sort of demonic entities that exist in the ether around us or on some other frequency or in some other realm that have the ability to influence us. But but us people still have free will, and we're able to make our own decisions, and, and we're able to fight that off if you're a good person, if you're a regular person. But then there's some people who are more susceptible to that. You have, like, the psychopathic people who don't give a fuck about other people and are more easily fucking taken over by these demonic entities. But you also have on the other side, good like angels and stuff and and people who care about truth and freedom and love 
And and that's the ultimate power. And that's the only way where you can combat this this fucked up system is through is through love and truth and knowledge. And that's what I think. You know, like like looking around and really thinking about this stuff for for this long and, and kind of trying to see what's going on, it seems like that's what's happening. And it might sound crazy, but it definitely seems like that's what's happening. And part of this like demonic, satanic fucking system that they're forcing us into is transhumanism, where they're actually trying to merge us with machines and take away our humanity and our, our spiritual inclination or our connection to God or a higher power, or whatever you want to call it. They want to take that away and they want to replace it with with like some sort of mechanism, some sort of technology. And I think the vaccine could be something along those lines. Now, this is, this might be way crazy and far out there for people to believe, but they're trying to alter us on a on a DNA on a molecular level and and put fucking little robots inside of us where they change like the fabric of our being and turn us into a a machine essentially into fucking robots into transhumans transhumanism. This is what they're into because the people doing this shit, these billionaires, they want to live forever. I think they're afraid to die because they know what assholes they've been and they're afraid to be punished after death. So they, they're searching for everlasting life where they never have to deal with the consequences of their actions in the afterlife, but they can always just you know keep on going and, and enjoy their lives on their private islands and their mansions with their you know banging kids and shit. I don't fucking know what they do. <laughs> Weird shit. But um, meanwhile, they're trying to turn us all into fucking robots. Which is whack. That's what I see happening. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Maybe I'm nuts. But the thing is, like, this isn't just something made up. It's not like I just, like, contrived this in my mind after write, reading some science fiction book. There's, like, real people and real technology and real organizations who are very powerful and have a lot of money who have stated that this is their goal. And they they want to move to a more controlled society and we could picture in the future look how much the world has changed ever since we just got cell phones and and moved to the smartphone realm like how much time do you spend looking at your phone in 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 this world that's not even real in this virtual fucking world that's like not even real but it is real and like you get attached to it and glued to it and sucked into it and you care about it so much and you're like connected with these bazillions of things that are just floating around in the ether and you have this little portal, which is your cell phone that allows you to connect to that. And it's so fucking addicting. And they designed it to be that way. And we're so addicted to it and we can't fucking take a shit without looking at it. And we just need it all the time. What is what is the next step in the progression of that technology? Obviously, it's where you just have it already in your brain and already in your eyes and like you're just fully immersed in it fully immersed in virtual reality. Uh, this shit isn't far off. They already have virtual reality where you can like put on a suit and and some goggles. Like what, what if that's where we go to as far as work goes, where they use COVID or, or some sort of pandemic, some sort of virus they engineered in the lab where they release it and then, you know, it's so fucking dangerous. All these people are dying. People could really die. Maybe they don't. I don't know. But... They use this as an excuse to say that nobody can leave their homes ever again. 
But at the same time, the virtual reality technology has become so good and so advanced that no worries, you could just stay inside your home, but still interact with everybody uh, as if it were the same because you can put on this suit and maybe you can even like feel things like it can, it can make you feel shit and smell things and, and hear shit. And you can put on these goggles where you can see everything and it's like you're really there. But really, you're just in your room. Really, you're just fucking plugged into some pod like in the Matrix. And dude, I'm like, I don't know, man. The more you see the way shit's going, it seems possible that this is the society we're heading into where it's like we're fully immersed in this virtual world and have no connection with the natural, true, like real shit. So <laughs> that's pretty far out there, but um, there's a movement towards that. And it's kind of scary. It's like, holy shit. To think about the future, to consider where we might be one day. And we certainly will go there if nobody decides to fight back and stand up for what they believe in. If everyone's just going to mindlessly go along with whatever they're told from an expert or an authority figure, even though these people are all paid off and they all have agendas. Uh, if if we decide to just go along with shit like that, then yeah, we whatever they want is what's going to happen. If you're not going to stick up for yourself, if you're not even going to have the balls to speak out and and let people know what you think and that you're a human being and that you have rights, then you're going to be used, you're going to be manipulated, and people are going to take advantage of you and do with you what they want. If you don't have a plan for your life, somebody else will make a plan for you and use you. And this is just how things work. So I just rambled on for a long ass time about all kinds of stuff and I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you could visit my website, homagelionkidler.com if you would like to support me uh, through buying merchandise or through donating or whatever, even just bumping my music, share it with a friend, whatever you want to do. Um, but I'm going to go and get along with my day here. I, I hope you guys... All have a wonderful day, and I will talk to you next time. Peace out. Our movement is built on love. That guy's got a serious weight problem. Go home, start exercising. Don't move. Move. So I have solved this little political dilemma for myself in a very simple way. On election day, I stay home. I don't vote. Fuck them. Make America great, vote nobody for president Nobody likes the blacks, whites, and the Mexicans Nobody is excellent, a man who is clever He can manage the weather, there ain't no candidate better I never trusted politicians, but nobody's different If I had some kind of problem, I bet nobody's listening Freedom ain't free, so I'll fight nobody's war How it start, when's it end? Well, nobody's sure When nobody gets selected, he can finally be rich Supplying his fix on Epstein, Island the kids With the CIA trafficking Nobody's drugs, hoping the thugs get thrown away by nobody's love. Spilling nobody's blood, fly jet to the sky. Illuminati penthouse, right direct in the eye. What? Nobody's fine, rest of us totally fucked. You don't like it, join the club, cause nobody does. Who can fix the economy? Nobody can. Who can lift me from poverty? Nobody can. Who's that prick who's been robbing? Nobody, man. Just be a good little slave and go and vote for the man.
top of that you get welfare Terrible health care Your money's going elsewhere Nobody for hell's man The system isn't getting better Cause what's true is if our voting made a difference They would never let us do it Dirty money buys power Elections are influenced by the guys who build towers And turn them into ruins The illuminated Have straight evaded Need to fumigate it I pray you wake up to the matrix But you're too sedated The name's David I'm exposing the real Cause if I don't do it then nobody will Nobody cares.